0: It's been a very big couple of weeks for J-Mac. You may remember from last episode that things have been challenging for him since his chemo treatment started. Well, that led J-Mac to make a decision, a decision that will alter his course moving forward. He sat down with his coach this week and had an honest discussion about why he made the decision he made and the courage required to make it.
1: Last week was a big turning point in your journey. Mm-hmm. And that's why we wanted to do a podcast.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think last week I had the opportunity. Some might say it's opportunity of a lifetime. Mm. To really put your entire life, everything in God's hands to feel that. I mean, I'm going through that last treatment Mm. and realizing how much life it was taking from me. It just got to a point where I was walking one day with Laura when I'd started to get to a place where I could even walk because I couldn't get out of bed for a a long time.
1: Now you're, you're, you, you were, you've been taking these treatments, not for a cure. You've been taking these treatments to try to prolong what would be inevitable of what Medical people would tell you, right? What yeah. statistics would tell you mm-hmm. that in a certain period of time, you, you know, you would pass, um, and then you're kind of focusing on your life here,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and well, through the treatment, you weren't really able to be. Do I? I don't know if you talked about that on your last podcast, but you're not able to. I mean, you're in bed, you've been sick, you, you've been in a lot of pain. I mean, the, the side effects is what's taken your life away. And you've been really struggling for weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of missing an action in bed, missing your kids, missing our walks, our talks.
2: Yeah. Just not being able to do the things that would be in my heart to do. And you just come to a point where you realize, you know what, that's, that's not worth it. It's, it's
1: you not know, your purpose on earth. It's
2: not my, it's not my purpose. You know, my purpose is to share my story and to live who I am and be who God's made me to be. And there's no treatment that you can take that if it puts you in a bed and and you can't move because of it, it's not. It's not worth it. It's not living. It's not really living.
1: It's kind of waiting it, it out what's yeah. going to happen.
2: And I I just felt when I was walking with Laura that day, I just said, you know, I would say that I'm not going to continue with this treatment. I just feel like God was showing me it's not worth it. And i I want to live life and live life to the fullest. And to me, like a full life, full days is more important to me than extra days with all this, this pain and and this misery, you know? Um, And I I think for me, even getting to that point is God, because I know who I've been in the past and I would be afraid of something like that, but I feel a real peace about it and kind of an excitement about really trusting God with everything.
1: And I don't... Well, I mean, because I think we're saying, hey, the medicine's not going to cure it. But this incurable disease, if God wanted to, he could. He could, yeah. And that's dependent on him. Mm-hmm. You're not recommending people not take medicine or no, oh, no. there's different medicines that does treat cancer and removes it. and Sure, there are. Remission, but your, your doctor... You know, I mean, the report is that it's not helping. It's not, it's not calling it, causing it to shrink or anything like that.
2: This last treatment didn't do anything. Yeah. And the, the thing for me is before I even got in there, I knew that I was going to discontinue whether it was a good result or or not, Wow! because a good result that keeps you confined to a bed is not really a good result for me personally. And and yeah, I mean, I'm not saying don't take medicine or that people shouldn't do that. But for me, and God even got me the opportunity to do that trial, the way that God has orchestrated everything that's happened. Um, he has taken me through every step of the way and even an opportunity to try that trial.
1: Well, what's, what's really amazing about last week is that as you were going through this process about direction, continuing the treatment or not, I was with another group of people and that night before and really felt, um, really felt um, God's direction um, for you and talked to that group of people about it. Um, and what was amazing is that I, as your coach called you the next morning, and and then the very things that I felt in the spirit, um, you were feeling too. Yeah, it was it was like it was amazing because it was like confirmation, and I think that that's part of player coach walking through this journey together. Mm-hmm. But how how would you describe what happened?
2: Yeah, that's you know it's. I think every person would want an experience with God speaking directly to them. And I think for me personally, there's some decisions like a decision like this, that God knows that even if he speaks directly to you, you might still need some additional confirmation. And God spoke directly to me about discontinuing this treatment and I hadn't, and I didn't know that I hadn't told you anything about it. In fact, it was something I was going to tell you the next time I saw you was saying, hey, let me tell you what I feel like God has really been showing me after going through this four or five weeks. And so when we talked the next morning and you started to tell me what was happening to you the night before and what God had been showing you, yeah, I was able to say, look, this is exactly the same, yeah. the same things that Laura and I have been talking about. And this is great confirmation that reaffirms that God is speaking to me. That I'm going to move forward and trust him. And the people that I had to tell that to the doctors, the nurses, you know, they had a different appreciation and understanding about it. They were upset that the treatment hadn't worked and
1: some of them were really bummed out and frustrated. It's like bad news to them, right? which became good news because you said, Hey, I'm going to trust God That's no right. matter what medicine says or doctors? or
2: And I told him, I said, I, I'm not sad at all. I'm not bummed out. I said, I got an opportunity to be here and I took it and you all have done a great job taking care of me, but I feel like God has a different plan and I feel good about it and y'all should feel good too. And I think people don't always know how to take that, but it's the truth about where I'm at and where God has me.
1: And and, I, and then all of a sudden I see your energy back and you're happier. You you're you're actually your body's kind of kinda of overcoming the chemicals that were in your body. Yeah. Some to, things are to remove the cancer. Yeah. yeah.
2: My body's, you know, regaining some strength and, you know, there's some ability to eat and do certain things that are that's coming back.
1: I mean you lost fifteen pounds in one week. That's a lot. That's a lot. It seemed yeah. like it's not it's not gonna save you. It's trying to prolong what's the inevitable. Mm-hmm. But these side effects were actually taking life away from you. Yes.
2: And that's that's not living. And I'm 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 not gonna live life with side effects like that. Um I'm gonna trust God.
1: How'd your doctor take it when? You
2: no, know, my doctor is she's very down to earth. And I always tell her, I always say, you know, I'm not a traditional patient and you know, I don't know how all of your patients are, but I'm probably not a traditional. She said, no, you're not. And I I just told her, I said, everything that I do, I consider God carefully.
1: And they've seen that with you. They've seen an energy mm-hmm. and something about you that's been different.
2: That's totally, yeah, I don't. Cause that's there's not
1: cer- normal for most patients. There's
2: certain que- questions that I don't need answers for certain details I don't need to dig into. And that, that is different for them. Um, but she respects it. She respects it. She said, I understand you. You. And I said, look, I'm, I'm stopping treatment, you know, for, for now. And, um, she's like, I understand. I understand. And, you know, it's, I really feel like she gets that. It's my decision. I don't feel the pressure from her to try to do different things. She might show me some options that are out there, but if God doesn't show me to take an option, then the option I'm going to stick with is God and whether he gives me that with just him or he tells me to try something else. Something comes out. I don't know, but I want to be with him. And so,
1: so that, that Wednesday night, I felt God's direction for you. And the next morning you felt God's direction for you. And it was the exact same thing. Even Mm -hmm. some of the things you would read in the Bible, the passages or whatever and just just the the s- spiritual way to look at um this mhm life that passes so quickly into <clears throat> eternity and then so all that kind of happened that week and then it was monday when you went to the doctor right
2: right monday to the doctor and she wants to see me back in a, in a few weeks but It feels great to be here today and I've been getting better each day.
1: And you left me a voicemail when you left the doctor, you Mm -hmm. were out, left me a voicemail, which we have the recording of.
2: Hey guys, just wanted to give you an update here. I like it was a good trip down there. So Dr. Wu talked to us and she said, um, she said, I feel comfortable like, you know, with you taking a break Mm -hmm. and, she said, "You know, I definitely would like you to see you in the next two weeks, and and just follow up on you." And she said, "There's two options that you have." She said, "One is you can use um, this thing. It's like a two two drug regimen called um, uh, Fear Flow Flow. You know, like Flow Anyway, it's two of them. Anyway, it's supposed to be." better tolerated because it's it's a mainstream um, treatment option. And then this trial that they have that has no chemo in it is just immunotherapy and is supposedly better tolerated even than that. And uh, that would be my other option. Um, the thing with the trial is that i got to do biopsies, like liver biopsies, which, um, you know, I had that infection last time I did one. It's not to say that, you know, it would happen again, but it's just something that, you know, I'd have to deal with. Um, So she asked me, like, you know, which one do you feel like you're leaning towards? I said, well, right now, I feel like I'm leaning towards nothing and just continuing to feel better. And I told her, I said, you know, I'm not a traditional patient. I said, and I consider God for everything that I do. And she understood that. And So I love being able to say that to people. Um and I do feel something about just trusting God. I can't explain it. Um you know she she told me that there could come a point where I won't be able to do any treatments. Um you know based on you know progression and how how I could feel maybe get to a point where I'm you know too weak to do a treatment. But I feel really good about like really staying in the spiritual huddle with you guys and continuing to pursue God and to ask Him what to do. I mean, I could do that immunotherapy trial without the chemo. God would give me to do that. I mean, the goal would be to basically reduce the mass or, you know, slow it down. Um, Basically reduces the symptoms, you know, gives you a little more time. Um, But I did, you know, obviously she told me like nothing, nothing cures it. So um, I don't feel you know, I don't feel bad about that at all. I feel just inspired. I think, like the other night, Mark, when you were talking, it was last night, you were talking, like one of the things that you said is, you know, J Max, like taking a break. He's, you know, he's going to see what God can do. I feel a lot about that, seeing what God can do, you know, and giving credit to him and him getting glory for everything. And so, you know, that's kind of like, you know, one of the options that are out there and have those doors open if God gives me to choose one of them, but at this moment, living in the moment right now, um, you know, I am not, you know, starting a trial or anything. I'm just walking down the street here, looking at the trees, considering God and being happy, you know, to be able to consider him and to be close to him. So anyway, I feel really good about that. and. Um, you know, the other thing you were saying the other night, too, Mark, I'll just tell you, you, know, you, you, well, I felt like you said a lot about, you know, focusing on eternal things yesterday on that call. And it's so easy to get focused on natural stuff. And, you know, everything we should, we do should have an eternal perspective and really, you know, lack of attachment. I just see how easy it is for us to get attached to things in this life. Um, and so, gosh, I mean, things like, well, why would I want to, I consider that question from Paul, why would I want to like stay, I want to stay to see people get touched by God. I want to, I want to see things built. I want to see my kids get certain things, you know, I want to see God move for people and, and be a part of defending the gospel and promoting that. And I think God knows that desires in my heart. And I know God's capable of doing all things above and beyond what we could ask or think. But I know he's got a 100% track record when he flies his people home. So, either way, I stand to win. And honestly, the thing about gain, I mean, you think about the way Paul said that. To die is gain. Like everything in life that you could possibly point to and look at, he's saying, in spite of all that, dying is gain. Over all that. Wow. So, um, and then to live as Christ, what does that mean? To continue to die to self. To continue to put self down and get detached from this natural stuff. So, anyway, I know it's kind of a long update. I'm probably just talking a lot. But I just feel, I mean, physically I feel good. And I feel inspired about God. And just feel something warm in my heart you know about trusting him and you know i've never been in a position to really trust him with everything and it's such a wonderful place to be um i wish everybody could have it and i know god's capable of getting everybody there and he's going to use different ways to do that but it is a a really sweet thing to be able to do. And, uh, and I feel the blessing of that. So anyway, this is long. It's seven minutes here. I was just walking down the, the street and you know, sometimes you, you, you can type a message or you can leave a voice note. And I just decided to leave a voice note for you. And I know one of the things I said in there is that I am trusting God with my entire life. And I am so happy about that. It's like maybe the only time in my life I've ever had Mm -hmm. the opportunity to put everything in Mm -hmm. because that's where I'm at. And what I would tell people is putting everything in God's hands is incredible. And I know it's not easy to do. A lot of people struggle with that. But to be able to do that and to realize that it's just God, it's just me and him and he's he is going to make everything possible. Whatever happens is going to happen because of him. There's like a freedom in that. That um,
1: it, I, is, it is his presence now walking with you through the valley yes. of the shadow of death. Yeah, and I feel that scripture.
2: Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear the evil because God is with me. I feel that. The I, evil
1: would be like death, but God is life and there's life beyond
2: there's life beyond or worry or fear or anything that would limit you or make you feel like you're going to miss out on something. I feel like there's nothing to miss out on this. I mean, the, you read the scripture, it talks about this life being like a vapor, a vapor is gone quickly. You know, it's a mist. It's not here very long, but we've been conditioned really to put so much value on it. And I'm not saying that there aren't beautiful things in life to enjoy, but there's, when you have a fear of losing over what God promises is going to be even better, that's when you know that something's gotten out of order. And I feel like God's been really putting that in order for me. And I, when I read, even thinking about passages in the scripture, there was always a perspective that people had that was about the eternal perspective, what's coming um even paul he said to live is Christ meaning i continue to die to myself and grow more like god each day but to die is gain mm-hmm. there's a gain there mm-hmm. there's not a loss there's not looking well you're going to miss out on this you're going to lose this well the gain's been god's spirit in you the gain has been god's spirit but there's so much to gain with god and there's so much that he can do that we don't understand or can't really fathom in our minds, but it says like, that's why it takes a mind like a child.
1: And you've been, it's been so amazing to watch this and to see the opposite of what happens to people in the world when they get news or have a disease like this, but to see that it's been, it's actually worked for good for you and that you've changed even more Mm -hmm. and we can just feel God's spirit in you. You know, in a, in a, in a great way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. And I, I, you know, the other thing I feel is when we're having conversations like this, or we're talking about God, I feel a strength and a strengthening happening to me, not just in my mind, but even physically it, it, it has an effect.
1: But outwardly, you're getting weaker, but inwardly you're getting really strong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's something. And I I know it's God, but there's something driving you right now that you want everyone to experience in a way. You don't have to get stage four pancreatic cancer to get this. right? It's like, I don't know, Paul had to be blinded to really see. Mm Mm-hmm. And that seemed like a bad thing, but it was the very thing that led him to see. That's right. And you have been able to receive this illness as it working for good. Yes. Part of your predestiny of of eternal life and being in God's presence. Yes. And we have seen God come on you and be in you. Your kids have seen it. Your wife has seen it. The community you 're in has seen it. I have seen it as your coach i've seen you transform and change in ways i've always hoped for and saw you had the potential to be. I wouldn't have chosen this way for you yeah, I would have wanted to being a lot older than you and I would would want to take the cup. It seems like you know why someone young um but it it's the very thing that god has wanted to demonstrate Mm -hmm. his love and power even how to pass on yes and there's an example that i see that your kids are seeing and that other people are seeing is that you're trusting god could remove the cancer or stop it from growing for a period of time that god chooses Mm -hmm. um but we you know to see this peace and this trust that you have that God can do it and a willingness to accept it and trust Him, whether you understand it or not. Mm-hmm. And you be willing to go through it for the purpose of not just you, but for the purpose of your family. Yeah. Knowing that we all are gonna pass. It's all a vapor for us. We don't know when mm-hmm. or where. I've been amazed the way you've talked to your kids about like going first is a, is a good thing. Like being in line, but getting chosen to go first, yeah. the world would look at this as being the worst thing.
2: Yeah. It's like, um, I told my kids, it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're waiting at your favorite airport eating. Maybe at your favorite restaurant, enjoying the sights and the sounds, but the real destination is where you're going when you get on that plane. And some people have a ticket for an earlier flight, get to go sooner. That's actually a benefit. And I just think it's the way that we look at things and the way that we're conditioned to look at things. You know, I could, I could say
1: people are afraid to die, right?
2: Well, there's a lot of fear. Well,
1: if you don't have God, I Mm -hmm. would, that's a fearful thing. If you don't feel his presence in the Valley.
2: If yeah, if you, if you, yeah, there's a lot of fear about the unknown. But when you have God and you trust God, you may not know all of what it's going to be like, but you know who he is and you know, his good. character and experiences with him here help you. It helps. It helps you understand and have confidence in faith that you can put your trust in him. And so I, I just, I feel that growing a lot in me and, Yeah. So when I, when I talk to them you know, I just tell them like, it's, it's a good thing. And the the thing that, that I've been saying a lot and I tell them all the time, whether it's related to things going on with me or other things that they might be feeling. God is always good. He's always adding. He never takes away from us. He's always trying to build us spiritually into who we're supposed to be. He's a good father. He knows how to discipline us. He knows how to give us what we need. And when I look at things through that lens, with God being in that position, it settles everything for me. I mean, I could say, well, why couldn't I have gotten a cancer that's treatable? Because there's some out there that are treatable, you know, um, or why couldn't I gotten, I don't know, colon or one of the other ones, you know, mine, or even why, why such an early age? You know, when I fill out those forms, I'm saying no to a lot of things because I don't have any other physical issues. I've, I've always been a healthy guy. But it just makes me appreciate God because I know that God has a purpose for everything that happens, that he's in control of everything. So when I look at it that way, I don't, I don't feel like, oh gosh, why did this have to happen? I feel like there is a great purpose in this and whether I understand it or not completely on this side, I know at some point I will, but I know no matter what, I can trust what God is doing. And he has been putting that in me, his spirit. And he's been with me in this. He has walked with me in this. This It's not something that I would expect a person to be able to do any more than I myself could do this. But he has been showing me that with him, it is possible. And it's possible to have great joy and peace and to celebrate with people and to celebrate life with people. Mm. And the truth is, honestly, I'm in the best alignment that I've ever been because we all, like you said earlier, we don't know how long we have, but we live like we do. And I don't know how long I have, and I haven't sat down and calculated things or tried to figure things like that out. But the truth is, if we're all living the way that we're really called to live, which is not to worry about tomorrow, not to consider, then this is how I should be living. And I want other people to live like this too because there is a benefit to living in the moment to not getting caught up in the past or not getting caught up or worried about tomorrow but trusting God that he's going to take care of it
0: Jay Mac will be the first one to tell you that decisions like this affect more people than just him Coming up in part 2 of this podcast we'll hear from his wife Laura and Jay Mac will tell us how his parents responded to his decision to stop treatments and as always, if you want to follow j journey, you can follow along with his blog at jmaxdreamteam.com or follow him on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn.